Hi guys! My name is Birds Okasi. Isa po akong dating anti-Catholic Protestant. Welcome to the Unboxing Catholicism Podcast. Alam niyo po ba na meron tayong krisis sa catechesis or crisis in catechesis? Maraming Pilipino ang umaalis sa simbahang katolika dahil hindi nila lubusang nauunawaan ang mga turo ng pananampalataya. Join us every week as we journey together in unboxing the biblical truths and the beauty of Catholicism so that we can defend it clearly without being preachy. Ako, when I was studying these verses, one of the things that really struck me, mga ka-unboxing, is how the Hebrew writer of Exodus showed the depth of sin that Israel did during Exodus 32. Alam niyo po kung bakit? Again, lagi natin tinuturo sa Unboxing Catholicism, kailangan mapanuri tayo sa mga detalye. Mabasahin po natin sa Exodus 32, verse 6. And they rose, tumayo po sila, ng napakaaga, no? gumising ng napakaaga the next day, offered burnt offerings, brought peace offerings, and again, pakinggan nyo po mabuti ito, narinig natin to kanina, people sat down to eat and drink. So, ganun din, no? Yung pagparaan ng pagsamba, sa maling paraan, may kinalaman din dito ang pagkain at ang pag-inom. Katulad ng tamang pagsamba sa Exodus 24 kung saan ang mga taong umakyat, ang mga elders, kasama si Moises, nakikain kasama ni Lord. No? So, malaking elemento talaga ng pagsamba ang pagkain. I'm just really planting this idea in your head so that we can always get back to this later. But then, it didn't end there. The scripture is telling us in verse 6, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Now, isipin natin kung very cursory reading lang, siguro naglaro sila ng ping-pong, nag-badminton sila doon, ano? <laughs> Hindi po, mga unboxing. That is a euphemistic word that something hideous has happened here. Let's look at the context. No, Itong golden god na ito, hmm. kung golden calf, what does it re- uh, represent? Virility. Si strength. Youth. Fertility. Therefore, some biblical scholars like Dr. Scott Hahn is saying, what Israel did is not just a simple turning back from God. Ayoko na kay Lord. They did sexual sins hmm. as a nation. Imagine, ayoko na pong detalyehin. No? Imagine niyo a whole country deep into sexual sin. Breaking, there, there's a breakdown of families, breakdown of marriages. Why does it sound like our society today, Jay? I don't know, Voltaire. <laughs> Are we, this nation, rising up to play? I hope not. Mm. It's very sad. Uh, so, parang kung titignan natin yung moral sense niya dito sa buhay natin ngayon, we're no different sa mga kasalanan ng mga tao ni Lord noon. So, yun yung, ano, yun yung malungkot nga. Right. Actually, yan yung magandang bantayan ng ating unboxers no? as we continue our study ng ating unboxing. Kasi may kita natin na kung hindi tayo matututo pa ulit-ulit. And actually, pag naisip ninyo, yung sinasabi nga ni Burns, na ulit na naman, ano, they, they fell ulit kailan lang Sodom and Gomorrah and now ngayon ito naman and if we will look at it talagang mauulit unless we really learn and give our lives to God and bantayan natin yan as we continue para makita natin na hindi lang sila 
tayo din nagkakamali. Kaya nga sinasabi natin guys, no, itong ating pag-aaral ng Biblia ay parang isang salamin kung saan dapat natin makita ang ating mga sarili. No, so after nangyari ito, ang sabi ng Diyos sa verse 7, no, sabi ng Panginoon kay Moises, bumabaka sa iyong mga tao no, na idinilabas mo mula sa lupain ng Egypto dahil no, they have corrupted themselves. And this is important, verse 8, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. Kumbaga, the Lord is saying, kakaligtas mo lang sa mga taong ito. Ngayon, bumalik na naman sila sa kanilang mga pinaggagawa. And it's like showing the human nature that we have now, highlighting the need for grace that we can also get through intercession. So what happened next, Kuya Jay? Okay, so... Tutuloy ko yung sinabi mo, sabi nga ni Lord Moses, your people made themselves a golden calf. So, yes. sabi your people. And parang nais parusahan ni Lord ang mga taong ito. Parang gusto, nang, gusto niyang i-blot them out. He told Moses na parang i-reboot nga natin ito. Parang gusto niyang mag-start again. So, parang yun yung dating. And ano yung ginawa ni Moses? So, after niya madinig to, he interceded. For the people. So, yun yung ginawa ni Moses. Parang ito yung ginawa ni Abraham for Abraham. Sodom and Gomorrah. Diba? Nag-intercede siya. And dalawa yung appeal ni Moses kay God. Una, sabi niya, your reputation, Lord. Parang ano sasabihin ng mga tao, yung mga ibang nations, kung dineliver mo yung Israelites from Egypt only to kill them. So, that's his first appeal. Yung pangalawang appeal ni Moses is, rinimind niya si Lord that these are your people, Lord, parang meaning God made a covenant with them. So the covenant is still intact. So sabi ni Lord kay Moses, parang Moses, yung tao mo, ano, ano, uh, parang papatayin natin to. Pero sabi ni Moses, no Lord, these are your people. So parang walang may gusto sa Israelites ngayon <laughs> at this point. Medyo pinagano. Pero anyway, Yung buong pangyayaring ito, ito parang mukhang lini-lecture ni Moses si God eh. Pero hindi. This is how we pray. Parang it's not God who changes his mind. This is for the sake of Moses. The prayer is to change Moses' heart. So, yung ano, yun, yun, yung, ano, yun yung meaning ng prayer. And so there, yun yung, ano, yun yung masasabi ko dito. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, Voltaire? No, uh, maganda yung sinabi mo. Yung, yung inuna niya yung isa uh, na parang yung reputation mo. But notice yung pinaka-finale niya is these are your people. You have a covenant with them. And tama yung sinabi ni Jay. Eh. This is really not parang God changing his mind. This is him uh, trying to form Moses. And makikita naman natin yung pagbabago ni Moses at this point. Let's review back, way, way back. no? Parang si Moses, parang, bakit ako? Or, uh, ayoko na, hindi ko na kaya yung mga taong yan. Diba? But then, ngayon, makikita natin, ibang-iba na. Ibang Moses na yung nakikita natin ngayon. Si Moses na nagtitiwala. Diba? Uh, before, tinatanong niya, parang, anong gagawin mo kung pupunta ako doon? Uh, anong tulong ang ibibigay mo? Ngayon, iba na. Hindi niya na sina- tinatanong si God tiwala na siya. Buong-buo na yung tiwala niya na uh, God, uh, you called your you called us your people. So, I believe na you will do something. That your mercy will prevail. 
And yun yung gusto nating marating rin, eh, di ba? Yung tiwala na meron si Moses, eh, mag- makuha rin natin. And sometimes God will 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 send us test not because kine-question ni God yung faith natin but it's for us to be able to build our faith as well katulad ni Moses di ba amazing trust is a very very important thing tiwala mga ka-unboxing at makikita po natin mula pa sa simula ng ating pag-aaral si Eva at si Adan hindi nagtiwala sa Panginoon hindi nga nila tinawag ang Panginoon sa kanilang pakikipaglaban sa tukso o lumaban nga ba talaga At ganyan din po ang nangyari sa iba't pang mga tauhan no sa ating kwentong pinag-aaralan. So after this, what else happened? No? So Moses was bargaining with God, so to speak, and in the process had his heart changed for the better. And then what happened to the people of Israel? Okay, so bumaba na si Moses, nakita na niya yun, no? yung, yung pinagagawa ng mga tao. And kung napanood niyo yung pelikulang Ten Commandments dito yung makasaysayang na binato niya yung ano yung yung tablets dun sa ano sa Golden Cup. So mm-hmm. yun yun ano, sa movie. And parang tinanong niya yung ano yung mga tao kung magtake ng sides. Uh, after Who's this yung <laughs> Oh. So so yung nation of priests ngayon, sila dapat yung nation of priests. It is reversed. Kasi ang Levites Ito ang inutusan to execute God's judgment on this whole golden calf fiasco. And yung tribe of Levi, sila yun, eh, parang nag-slay dun sa mga gusto pa mag-worship sa golden calf. So ngayon, yung tribe, tribe of Levi ang bagong tribe of priests. So no longer are they uh, a nation of priests, yung buong Israel. na napuntan lang sa Levites ang ang pagiging nation of priests and yung mga deacons so yung mga Levites sila din yung naging deacons and yung mga priest came from the family of Aaron so babalik tayo sa tanong kung parang bakit walang nangyari kay Aaron kasi <laughs> parang siya yung ano siya yung pasimuno pero walang nangyari kay Aaron so uh, Walter do you, do you have an answer to that so, yeah no. burns on I think the key the key for that I think no personally is Moses no uh Aaron has been with Moses for the longest time uh katulong niya and it's not 100% clear in in the Bible actually but you know we can we can really see na uh if Moses interceded for the Israelites he also interceded for Aaron no and um going back dun sa levites no i mean it was it was really really hard i'm sure no for those levites na uh patayin mo yung mga sumuway but they did it right. and that was the obedience that gave them uh the right to to become the priest no and sadly yun yung nangyari no and uh, we can see uh marahas basigad dito no but That's that's what I always tell my children is that's the consequence of sin. It's not a punishment, mm-hmm. but it's a consequence. No, when you turn away from the source of life, you lose life, of course. And Moses got a free pass this time uh, because Moses' righteousness was able to intercede for him. No, and ako madalas kung tinatanong sa sarili ko eh, pagkaba na wala ng landas ang mga anak ko, sapat ba yung pananampalataya ako? para mahingi kay God na 
free pass naman God one time no mm-hmm. and I think we should be challenged mm-hmm. with that no parang are we like Moses again we go back to that katulad ba tayo ni Moses na uh, merong karapat dapat na pananampalataya to be able to intercede in that way amen amen to that and so that happened Aaron was given that free pass and then mm-hmm. Israel was asked to do something else but before we go there no bigla ko lang naisip again we have to be very very sensitive of echoes you know mm-hmm. Israel's problem is not just trust. I think deep inside, the root cause is pride. Mm. They wanted to worship their own way. They mm. wanted to live their own way. And what a stark contrast to the high mm. priest that we have been that we have heard about in the second reading of today's mass in the letter of Saint Paul. Mm. He told us that Christ, who is God became for us in the form of a slave and as a man has humbled himself and became obedient even to the death on the cross. So ngayon makikita ninyo mga unboxing na yung liturhiya na ating napakinggan kanina, liturhiya ng salita, the liturgy of the word, is something that we can relate to this biblical reading about the liturgy. Lahat po ng bagay sa ating pananampalataya ay magkakaugnay. Kaya po kailangan ang ating mga pandinig ay laging sensitibo sa mga echoes. No? If you're watching on the live broadcast on YouTube or on Facebook, type the word echo and write it on your notebooks if you are listening on the podcast because the Bible is full of echoes. Go ahead, Jay. So after this, yeah. there's another OTW, this time to a different destination. And where is it? Oh, so hindi, gusto ko lang mabanggit uh, guys yung Book of Leviticus. Dito ngayon mm-hmm. papasok yung kung kung magtataka kayo san san parang swak ang Book of Leviticus basahin. So dito sa portion na to kasi nabanggitan natin yung Levites binigyan sila ng special assignment ni Lord. They are the deacons, sila yung responsible sa furnishing and worship. Tapos yung mga priest manggagaling sa family of Aaron. So, dito natin babasahin yung Book of Leviticus and chapters 1 to 16 is about the priestly code while chapter 17 onwards ng Book of Leviticus is the holiness code. So, ito yung ano yung the people administering to the people. So, after this uh pagpapatuloy ko na yung ano yung yung narrative. Go ahead. So, so Israel now has a tabernacle. So, yung the way of worship yung the priest yung law to minister to the world to the world na bigay na sa ano sa sa Israel and something else has changed ngayon meron na sila nung tinatawag na liturgical year ayun and meron na sila ano yung yung code then of what to eat and what to wear so parang ano parang binigyan na sila ni Lord ng ano nung para sila maging mag, maging ano parang holy holy nation so the seasons are arranged. Uh, the Sabbath is the seventh day, of course, alam natin yan. Pero meron na ding seventh year na kung tawagin ay sabbatical year. Mm-hmm. At yung seven times seven year naman, ito yung tinatawag na Great Jubilee. Also, meron sila nung, ano, nung mga three major feasts. One is the Passover, na pag-usapan natin yan last time. The Feast of the Unleavened Bread. The other is Pentecost or Feast of Weeks and also mm-hmm. yung 
Feast of the Tabernacles. So meron din yung Catholic Church nitong ano, liturgical year na tinatawag. And uh, guys, so what can you say? Kayo muna. No, I, I think it's very important na makita natin na very precise si God no? with, with this. And if we are saying, naalala ko, yun yung binanggit ni Burns last episode, eh, yung the New Testament is hidden in the new, uh, in, uh, the New Testament is hidden in the old and the old is fulfilled in the new. In the new. If this is the way God wanted the Israelites to practice, then there is definitely a fulfillment of this uh, in the New Testament in our time. And makikita na nga natin, like Jay said, no, uh, as Catholics, we have the liturgical year now. We have Advent season, we have the ordinary time, we have Lent, Easter, uh, ultimately ending sa Christ the King. No? And this is the fulfillment of that, na yung buong taon natin, minumolde tayo ng Panginoon to become holy. No? Hindi siya yung trip-trip lang ng simbahan or yung alam mo yun, parang kailangan may celebrate tayo. No. Mm-hmm. All of this are planned and given by God so that the, the, the people of God will be formed, mabubuo sila into saints, di ba? Ayan. Burns? Well, for me, I want, I just want to share a biographical note on this. As a former anti-Catholic Protestant, I never gave importance to liturgical calendars. Hmm. Again, I, as I've said in the beginning kanina, para sa akin dati, isa lang itong malaking imbensyon ng simbahan. But when I became a Catholic, and I started studying the significance of liturgy okay, and the liturgical calendars and the liturgical colors, doon ko naintindihan na ang pagiging katoliko ay hindi lang naririto sa utak natin. Ang ating pagiging katoliko ay nasa buong buhay natin hanggang sa ating mga kalendaryo. Kaya nga nakaaliw ako no, nung tayo ay daily pa tayo nagpo-post ng mga saints reflection. Because every day, it gives us a reason to celebrate. And every day in our liturgy is a reminder for us on how God has been fathering His nation from the beginning of time until now. And dito po, sa huling parte ng Exodus, makikita natin dito yung pagbuo ng ng tipan, yung Ark of the Covenant, at yung Tabernacolo, all of these things. No? These are the physical uh, representations of what we expect in heaven. No? But I want to go back a little. Ano ba yung pinakita ni Mo, ng Panginoong Diyos kay Moises nung siya ay umakyat sa bundok bago magkagulo sa baba? It has something to do with worship as well. The Lord revealed to Moses His vision of a temple. Mm-hmm. Naalala nyo mga unboxing sinabi natin na sa mula pa lang sa Genesis, ang buong mundo ay ginawa bilang isang buong templo para sumamba sa ating Diyos. At makikita natin paunti-unti sa pagpasok natin sa, sa mundo ng mga templong ito na yung paraan ng pagbuo ng templo, pagbuo ng mga tabernakulo at mga material na bagay na ito ay hinahalintulad ng mga sinaunang hudyo sa paglikha hmm. ng buong mundo. So the temples that, that the old Jews use for their worship, which we will see later, Mm-hmm. is a representation of the entire universe. Why? Because the life of a Jew, ang buhay po ng isang Hudyo, okay, ay isang buhay ng pagsamba. Ang buhay niya, ay na, ang pagsamba niya ay nakaka sa kanyang kinakain, sa kanyang sinusuot, 
sa kanyang iniisip, sa kanyang kalendaryo. Alam nyo ba, last, last week, guys, no, I was taking this uh, online course from uh, St. Paul Center. It's called Liturgical Eating. No, How to eat eucharistically. And that was very in- interesting. Na, ga- grabe, no? Again, pagkain. Yung buhay pala natin, when we start liturgical living, okay, that's another term that I want you to put on your notebooks, and you know comment on our live stream liturgical living then that's where we discover the source of life dahil at the center of all of this liturgy is Jesus how now the question is if we are in the old testament now where is Jesus in the liturgy open your eyes slowly it will be revealed to us i'm so excited for the next part let's talk about love let's talk about sex ano daw? <laughs> Let's talk about married life. Let's talk about family life. Bahay muna bago kapitbahay. Pag-usapan bago pag-awayan. Welcome to Love Connect Podcast with The, the Kosho. We are Drews and Love Kosho. Join us for real-life conversations that can help you stay connected to your spouse and loved ones because Love, love Connects, Connects powered, powered by The Abundance, Abundance Network. Network. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, so so pagpapatuloy ko na yung narrative and after nung lahat ng ito, God said that I will send an angel para samahan ko kayo. And after sabihin ni Lord yon, Moses interceded again. Parang sinabi niya na, Lord, kung hindi ka sasama sa amin, we're not gonna go. So si Moses medyo naipag-struggle kay God. Eh. So sabi ni Moses, hindi ba ang iyong presensya ang dahilan kung bakit kami naiiba sa mga nations, sa iba't ibang right. nasyon. And sa, as a Catholic, guys, ito yung kinaiba din natin sa, sa ibang mga religion because God's real presence is also in our midst. So God is with us sa Eucharist, dun sa lahat ng mga tabernacle sa Catholic churches in all over the world. So, yun yung ano, yun yung that's what makes us special. Kaya tayo nagko-cruise tuwing nadadaan tayo sa isang simbahan, di ba? Kunwari nakasakay ka, nakasakay ka sa jeep. So, nagsa-sign of the cross tayo. So, hindi ito yung ano, isang pamahiin lang na ginagawa natin. The reason na ginagawa natin yon is because may nadaanan tayong tabernakulo na nandun yung real presence ni God. So, yun. Uh, nagkaroon ng isang covenant renewal after the whole golden calf incidents so and after that parang uh, god is now dwelling in the mercy seat of the ark of the covenant and yun uh, anything you'd like to add guys so let's talk about ahead, the Walter. ark of the covenant now yeah no kasi that's what tabernacle is no basically na being with us kaya nga sabi ni Jeff sa video niya god is tabernacling with us no and that is the the radical difference uh, i think pinag-usapan natin yan way back then eh na difference ng israelites is ang mga dios ng mga pagano somewhere out there but ang dios ng ng totoong dios ang totoong dios kasama natin and magandang sinabi ni J kanina the fulfillment of that is in the eucharist and that is what separates uh, the real church no from everything because there's nowhere else that we can see the real presence of God. Of course, God is present spiritually 
everywhere, no? Uh, especially when when three are gathered, diba? But the real presence is the actual presence of God. And uh, it's it's different. And we should be thankful for that. Yung iba, iniisip parang dapat ipagmayabang yon. But for us, it should humble us no? instead na magyabang because we have God with us. Are we acting? No? Is our actions, uh, are our actions reflecting the people no? who have God with them? Real, no? not just symbolically. Amen. Mm-hmm. Alam mo ako, napapaisip ako dito. This is a question that I just thought of now. That Jay mentioned that the Catholic faith is unique in a way because there is a real physical presence of God in our tabernacles. Mm-hmm. And can can't God because this was my question as a Protestant before. Of course I know the answer but I'm posing this question for the sake of our listeners and viewers. Hindi ba pwedeng nasa Bible na lang yung Dios? No, but kailangan mm-hmm. niyo pa ng physical physical na pupuntahan sa simbahan eh baka maging idolatry lang 'yan. No, that, that was my reasoning when I was mm-hmm. a Protestant. But kailangan niyo pa ng physical eh we worship in spirit. And in truth, mm-hmm. no? Balikan natin na konti yung discussion natin last week kasi may nagtanong sa atin, no? In the open forum. I mm-hmm. think the open forum, you did not hear it now because a lot of people already, uh, that's a bonus content. By the way, if you're watching mm-hmm. the live broadcast, there's an open forum. One of the unboxers asked, how do we worship in spirit and in truth kung meron pala tayong mga physical-physical manifestations na tinatawag, no? So, Jay or Voltaire, any one of you can uh, comment quickly on that. Yeah, so yun yung sinasabi ng iba, di ba? Parang bakit ako, let's say yung sacrament of reconciliation, bakit ako lalapit mm-hmm. sa pare para humingi ng tawad? Di ba pwede naman akong directly humingi ng tawad kay God? Parang mm-hmm. pipikit lang ako tapos parang forgiven na ako, parang ganun. So, so uh, uh, ang sagot dyan as a Catholic is dahil nga parang we're composed of matter. So, we're body and soul. So, si God in His goodness, in His wisdom, He took that into account na because of His love for us, He, he used matter as well because of our physical body to to transmit His grace. So, kaya yung ano, yung let's say sa baptism, He used water as the matter sa baptism to transmit His grace. Then sa confirmation, He used oil. Doon din sa anointing of the sick. And then, doon sa, ano, sa, sa, sa confession, sa reconciliation. So, yung priest, hears your sin. So, sin is also matter. Because sabi ni St. Thomas, parang once you repent your sin, you'll hate sinning more. So that's my answer to that question. He used matter because we're a composite of a physical body and a spiritual body. So, right. Yeah. Yep. Well, Ako, highlight ko lang yon, ano? We are not body tapos soul na sabay. We are body and soul as one, no? Kaya nga at the at the end of time kasama yung katawan natin. And sabi nga ni Saint Paul, no? Uh, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, meaning merong kaugnayan yung katawapan natin sa ating pagsamba sa Panginoon. Uh, which means, kailangan rin natin itong, uh, ano ba sa English, i-sustain 
no kailangan rin nating isustain ang ating katawan sapagkat binigay sa atin ng Panginoon ng ating katawan so kailangan rin natin siyang uh, pangalagaan at isama parang kung ikaw ba ay mananalangin sa Panginoon yung isip mo lang ba yung ibibigay mo di ba mm-hmm. kung pwede mo ring ibigay ang iyong katawan bakit hindi mo ibibigay bakit mo ipagdadamot uh, sasabihin mo ba sa Panginoon oh God uh, I won't do anything nagdadasal naman ako sa isip tinitignan ko naman yung Bible no Uh, I will not do any additional effort kasi okay na yan. Would you say that to God? Of course not. Sasabihin mo kay Panginoon, lahat ng kaya ko, buong katawan ko, kung kaya ng buhok kong tumayo at magbigay respeto sa iyo, gagawin ko. Because you deserve that. Diba? Yes. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're getting this. The Ark of the Covenant played a central role in the life of the ancient Israelites and we will continue seeing this. kung paano ang arko ay nauuna sa kanilang mga pagmamarcha, kung paano ang mga taong hahawak sa arko na hindi naman dapat ikaw ang hahawak dito ay mamamatay. No, pero just to put it things into context, Jay, before we, you know, give our takeaways and even wrap-ups for this episode, mm. ano bang meron dun sa loob ng ark na yan? Kanina pa tayo ark ng ark. Eh, baka oh mamaya hindi alam nung listeners ko ano yung ark. Baka ano was ark pa rin ang iniisip nila. Ba to? Malaki ba ito? Oh, kaya... <laughs> oh, so, 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 bigat yun. Yeah. So sa loob <laughs> ng ark of the covenant ay nandito yung, ano, yung bagong tablets na ginawa ni Moses kasi ano, parang binato niya yung tablets. Yung original yeah. tablets binato niya sa Golden Cafe. So gumawa si, si Lord ng panibagong set of tablets. So, dito nakalagay ito. Nandito rin yung rod ni Aaron. Uh, bali, sinisimbolize dito yung priesthood ni Aaron. And may isang bowl of mana. Yung, ano, yung pinag-usapan natin last week. Yung, yung bread na galing sa heaven. So, yun yung laman ng Ark of the Covenant ito. Ng Old Testament Ark of the Covenant. And uh, may, ano, may, may typology dito. May... Uh, an allegorical sense dito. Mm-hmm. And um, so, guys, uh, would you like to talk about yung yeah. tinutukoy kong allegorical sense? Pag tinignan natin yung mga sinisimbolo ng mga nakalagay doon, no? again, the Ark of the Covenant, sabi nga ni Burns, is the presence of God in Israel. Basically, for them, that is God. Ano? Uh, yung fulfillment niya, definitely, are not symbols anymore. No? So, yung Yung rod ni Aaron symbolizes the priesthood and who is our uh, high priest, no? Jesus. Uh, the Ten Commandments are said to be written by God. They're the words of God Himself, no? And who is the Word, no? Jesus uh, is the Word. And the manna that sustains the life of the Israelites, that gives them life. Jesus calls Himself the bread of life, no? I'm the way, the truth, and the life, diba? Mm-hmm. And that is Jesus. And everything uh, that is in the Ark of the Covenant is fulfilled in Jesus. No, uh, Sabi nga nila na wala yung Ark of the Covenant. Uh, paano na yan? But uh, as Christians, as Catholics, we are no longer looking for that Ark we because we it. already have the fulfillment. Bakit natin nahanapin yung prefiguration, mm-hmm. yung, yung symbol? We already have the real thing with Jesus, no? And of course, no, sino ba ang nag-carry kay Jesus? Si Mary. Si Mary yung Amen. nag-carry sa kanya. And uh, Mary is our new Ark of the Covenant. Which is why, no, uh, maybe in the future we will see that. But 
put it in your notebooks and you will see it once we go to Revelation no when they were they were expecting the ark of the covenant to come out no parang mga israelites no ay na lalabas na tagal niya nawala but instead of a wood no with with arts and all mm. isang babae ang bumaba no and they were not surprised no uh, it was not written there that they were surprised because they were already aware that Mary is already the new ark of the covenant no? and meron pa yang relationship actually no why we also believe uh, in the perpetual virginity of Mary no? right. kasi where God dwelled no one else should dwell kaya yung tatlong laman lang ng ark ang pwedeng nandun no wala nang iba because they believe that God that's God's dwelling place and if God dwelled in the womb of Mary then nothing else should have entered that yan Ayun. At makikita natin mga ka-unboxing no? kapag ka pinasa po natin muli mula Exodus 25 hanggang 40, makikita nyo po na may specificong requirement sa gagamiting materyales sa arko. It has to be unblemished. Mm-hmm. It has to be pure. Just like in the New Testament, the new Ark of the Covenant has to be immaculate. So, dear friends, we have content on our channel on defending the Immaculate Conception of Mary. But don't worry, we will get back to this within the Unboxing the Bible series. Because once we reach the book of Samuel, we cannot help but see that it's parallelism with the Gospel of Luke when it comes mm-hmm. to presenting Mary as the new Ark of the Covenant. Kaya po, marami po tayong iiwan muna no, ng mga tanong, mga uh, teasers para po abangan natin yung ating mga susunod na pag-uusapan. So, we have finished giving an overview. I want to emphasize overview. Dahil, dahil kulang po ang ating oras, we cannot go line by line in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. What we want you to learn here, ladies and gentlemen, dear unboxers, is to learn how to read the narrative, to see the events, and to make sense of it. And then, we will get deeper and deeper as we continue the journey. So, take away time, guys. So, Kuya Jay and then Voltaire and then perhaps I could share something. What okay. are the things that we should keep in mind when we remember unboxing the book of Exodus? All right. So, I'll just uh, wrap things up a little muna. So, after this, they were led by fire at night, yung mga Israelites, mm-hmm. and by cloud by day. So, God is present in Sinai and yun, yun. Uh, hindi ba maganda na dinadala ninyo si God every day? So, so tayo yung ano yung nabangit nga ni Burns tsaka ni Voltaire, yung Ark of the Covenant is Mary. But whenever we go to Mass, nandun din yung ano yung may priest din dun, yung rod ni, ano, ni Aaron. May word din dun, the liturgy of the word, binabasa every Mass. And earning mana doon, which is yung Eucharist, the liturgy of the Eucharist. So, uh, I'll just give my takeaway. Kasi naantig ako doon sa, ano, sa eksena nung, ano, nung pag-intercede ni Moses sa mga Israelites. Because they were already meant to die. Papatay na sila ni Lord. Pero dahil sa intercession of Moses, hindi, siya, hindi sila pinatay lahat. May awa pa rin. And meron tayong mala... Moses na intercessor and ito si Jesus si Jesus yung New Testament Moses and ang daming 
parallelism kung sinundan niyo yung ano yung yung pinag-usapan natin since two weeks ago pati last week si Moses and Jesus were supposed to be murdered by a mad king nung baby di ba so ganun pareho silang ano nagkaroon ng ganung eksena uh, both endured 40 days of past fasting so both have 70 helpers so pag-usapan natin yan sa book of numbers si Moses magkakaroon siya ng 70 helpers and sa, sa numbers nag-choose din si Moses ng 12 people for from each tribe si Jesus may 12 apostles so maraming ano maraming paralysis paralysis uh, uh, nag-retreat si Jesus si Moses with three friends uh, sa mountain tapos both gave the law from the mountain so Mount Sinai kay Moses si Jesus Sermon on the Mount Moses yung first miracle niya turned water into blood si Jesus first miracle turned water to wine pero alam naman natin yung wine naging blood eventually and yun uh, aside from that uh, si Moses led his people from Egypt while si Jesus he led us from sin so yun nga yung ibig ng word na Exodus it means departure so in Old Testament they departed from Egypt sa New Testament we're departing from sin so now ano ngayon yung ano anong ano ngayon kung maraming parallelism si Moses and Jesus just like Moses who interceded for the Israelites so tandaan nyo, they are meant to die pero nakiusap si Moses tayo rin hindi natin deserve ang kaligtasan masyado tayong makasalanan so tayo hindi tayo para sa ano sa langit pero dahil sa intercession ni Jesus and bukod dyan, binuhat pa niya lahat ng kasalanan ng mundo and sinakripisyo niya ang kanyang sarili dahil sa pag-ibig niya sa atin para sa ating kaligtasan ito yung sana itong mahal na araw ito yung pagnilayan natin itong mis- misteryong ito and I- I'd like to thank our intercessor si Jesus sa binigay niya sa ating gift, yung sa grace of God and for His sacrifice, for carrying all our sins and all our sufferings. So, yun yung takeaway ko for this episode. Beautiful. Beautiful. Voltaire. Yeah, actually, no? Napakaraming typology, no? Napakaraming mm-hmm. parallelisms. And I want to focus on that parallelism, on that type wherein God was interceding or, or talking to God no? nung sinabi ni God na okay na, okay na ang Israel, pwede na kayong samahan ng angel na lang. Medyo aatras na ako, bahala na yung angel. And sabi ni Moses, kailangan namin ng presensya mo. Dahil nakita natin kung anong nangyari no? nung, nung inisip ng mga Israelites na wala ang Panginoon sa kanila nung umakyat si Moses. And Kung yun nga, panahon na yun, no, yung tabernacle ni God sa kanila is not the actual or is not the real presence. We are blessed with the real presence. no. We are blessed with the fulfillment of the Ark of the Covenant. We have Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity with us. I want to challenge you know, our unboxers. Spend time to, in the Eucharist. Reflect on God's presence in your life. Uh, we are in Palm Sunday right now when people welcome Jesus. Welcome natin si Jesus sa buhay natin. Not just spiritually, but also through the Eucharist. And like the Israelites, like Moses, 
maging gutom tayo sa presensya ng Panginoon. Dahil kung hindi tayo magugutom, baka hindi natin mamalaya na kasama na pala natin siya. Nagahanap tayo ng meaning, nagahanap tayo ng kaligayahan, pero nasa harap na pala natin. Pero dahil hindi tayo nagugutom tulad ni Moses sa presensya ng Panginoon, hindi natin nakikita. So a- akin yun yung takeaway ko. Magutom tayo sa presensya ng Panginoon. Huwag tayong makontento na anghel lang. Huwag tayong makontento na may mga mabubuting tao sa paligid natin. Magutom tayo. Yung gutom na gutom sa Panginoon. Gano ba tayo kagutom? Yun yung magandang pagnilayan natin ngayong mahal na araw. Wow. Very beautiful reflections from these two gentlemen. I don't know if there's anything I should add to those beautiful stuff they already mentioned. You know me in unboxing the Bible in whatever we do here in the podcast I always go for the little details and zoom into that because in the Bible there's no such thing as little insignificant thing Katulad ng sinabi ko kanina sa Exodus 24 makikita natin na sa presensya ng Diyos kumain at uminom ang mga anak ng Israel the children of Israel ate and drank in the presence of God In our world today, na napakabilis ng mga pangyayari, kapag ka nagutom ka, meron kang grab, may food panda, or meron kang instant noodles, nawawala na ang kahalagahan at kalaliman ng kahulugan ng pagkain. Ngunit, sa sinaunang kultura ng mga Hudyo, ang pagkain ay simbolo ng pakikipagtipan, pakikipagkaibigan, at pakikipagpamilya sa taong iyong kasabay. Ang bawat taong kasabay mong kumain sa hapagkainan ay idinedeklara mo sa buong mundo bilang isang taong malapit sa iyong puso. Ganun po ang imbitasyon sa atin ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. Ang sabi ni Voltaire, tayo ay magutom at mahuhaw sa kanyang presensya. Tayo po ay binibigyan ng pagkakataon ngayong kwaresma at kabuuan ng ating kalendaryong liturhikal sa buong taon na ating pagiging kristyano at sa panghabang buhay. na makiisa, hindi lamang makinig ng salita ng Diyos, ngunit makain ng salita ng Diyos, maging parte ito ng ating katawan, ng ating kaluluwa. To eat and drink in the presence of God. Sana po mga ka-unboxing, this is what we would want to do for the rest of our lives. Because to eat and to drink in the presence of God is to worship Him. To eat and drink in the presence of God is to be filled by Him, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And we have a concrete way to do that. Not just by reading the Bible, not just by reading, listening to the homilies or to this unboxing Catholicism podcast or whatever podcast. It is to receive Jesus physically, sacramentally in the Eucharist. Marahil ngayon, unboxers, hindi pa masyadong malinaw sa inyo yung mga pinagsasabi namin. Very theoretical, very abstract. But we want you to keep this in your hearts like Mary who did not understand everything, please ponder on this in your hearts because the grace of the Lord will be the one to plant the seeds of understanding. And as we do this journey together, we hope and pray that you will deepen your deep, your desire and hunger to receive the real presence of the Lord, to stay by it, and to fight and defend it with your very lives. Mga kaibigan, kinakailangan po ng ating simbahan na ating Panginoong Heso Kristo na mga taong magpapalaganap ng presensya, ng, ng mensahe ng kanyang presensya. Hindi aksidente na ikaw ay nakikinig sa amin ngayon. 
nasa eksodo pa lamang tayo. Pag inabot na po natin ang bagong tipan, dito natin makikita ang kabuuan ng katotohanan kung paanong ang bawat isa sa atin ay hindi lamang binibigyan ng imbitasyon na makikain kasama ni Kristo, ito ay ating bukasyon. So ladies and gentlemen, this is our message for you this blessed Palm Sunday and we hope you could join us once again as we continue unboxing the scriptures this time. Tapos na po tayo sa Exodus. So Kuya Jay, ano na ang next? Oh, so we'll talk about the desert wanderings na in the next episode. So tapos na tayo sa Exodus. Iba na yung kulay ng susotin namin next, Ay, Wala akong pula. <laughs> next week. <laughs> so tan or brown, yun na, to symbolize okay. desert wanderings. So numbers ang narrative book na pag-aaralan natin sa susunod na episode. You know what? An idea just came to me. Why not ask the viewers if you're okay with it, unboxers? Please share with us your pictures wearing the colors of our uh, hey. series. No? Kung nakapula tayo, picture naman kayo na nakapula. Hawak ang inyong Bible habang nanonood ng ating Pwede. Unboxing the Bible series. And then share it on social media to drum up interest hmm. and excitement on the journey that we're taking together. And tell us, guys, no, for all of those who are watching, whether live or replay, please share to the world on Facebook and please do tag us on Boxing Catholicism. Please do tag us and tell the world of God's love that you are discovering on the very pages of His love letter to us, the Holy Bible. So any other promotions or reminders, Jay? Of mm-hmm. course, we have your Jay Aruga podcast. Voltaire has a YouTube channel which I'm praying that he will take to the next level. I don't know kung anong mga plans mo for this YouTube channel, Voltaire. Baka gusto plans. ko may... Oh, <laughs> naisip ko lang kasi ngayong Lent, no? I mean, not everyone has access uh, to, you know, have the guidance and reflection. So, I just started, no? Spur of the moment lang yon, And then I decided to do it daily. Nang, na, nagulat na lang ako na makukompleto ko na pala. So, actually, nakompleto ko na pala yung 40, no? So, what's the next level? I don't know, no? Uh, depende kay God. It's all God. No? But uh, we'll see kung anong mangyayari. We will pray for that, Voltaire, and we're looking mm-hmm. forward to you churning out more content. And Jay, as a content creator, has exciting episodes coming up in the Jay Aruga podcast. In fact, one of those episodes, makikigulo ako sa kanya. So, oh, pagdasal nyo na lang kung anong mangyayari dyan. Pagdasal nyo Alright, so thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for unboxing the scriptures with us. And before we end, we will have our closing prayer. So we start And we always end with the presence of God. Remember, presence. Sa ngala ng Ama, ng Anak, Espiritu Santo. Amen, Panginoong Diyos, na lumikha ng langit at lupa, mula pa man sa simula hanggang magpasa ngayon, ay hindi mo kami iniwan at ikaw ay nasa aming kalagitnaan sa pamagitan ng iyong presensya, sa iyong banal na salita, at sa inyong sakramento sa simbahan. Panginoon, bigyan niyo po kami ng grasya upang higit naming mapagnilayan at maunawaan ang lahat ng mga bagay na ating napapag-usapan dito po sa aming paglalakbay. Panginoon, may mga nanonood po ngayon nakikinig sa aming programa na nalilito sa kanilang pananampalataya. Gusto po nilang lumalim. Gusto po nilang maramdaman, makita at maunawaan ang iyong pagiging present. Your real presence, yung presensya mo sa kanilang mga buhay, Panginoon. Ngunit minsan ang presensyang ito ay nababalut, ay nadidiliman ng aming mga problema. 
ng aming kawalan ng pagtitiwala, kawalan ng pananampalataya. Itong presensya mo, Panginoon, hindi namin nakikita habang hinaharap namin ng mga problema ng aming panghabang, pang-araw-araw na buhay. Kaya ngayon, Panginoon, isinusuko namin sa iyo ang lahat ng aming problema, sakit, karamdaman, kasalanan, adiksyon, at lahat ng pumipigil sa amin upang ikaw, upang kami ay lumalim sa aming relasyon sa iyo. At Panginoon, hinihiling po namin na sa Semana Santang ito, bigyan niyo po kami ng panibagong buhay, panibagong puso, pusong nagmamahal, pusong handang umibig, handang humanap, handang magpalalim ng aming kaalaman at relasyon sa iyo at sa iyong simbahan. Marami pong salamat sa paggabay ninyo, Panginoon. Ang lahat po ng ito ay aming samot dalangin sa ngala ng aming Panginoon, Diyos Hari at Tagapagliktas na si Yeso Cristo. In Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary Mother, Mother of God, God pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And we all do this for the greater glory of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So guys, wag po kayong mawala. Let's continue unboxing the faith and defending it clearly without being preachy. Hey guys, I know nabiti na naman kayo sa ating episode ngayon. Don't worry, we would be right back here in Unboxing Catholicism. And if it is your first time listening to our podcast, I invite you to download the free ebook that has the 10 tips on how to defend the faith clearly without being preachy. Get it from www.unboxingcatholicism.com forward slash starter guide. Until then, anyong!